Welcome back for another episode, the official first episode of the Broken to Business podcast. My name is Abby Lagidao and I am your host. And today we have a special guest. We are going to be talking about balancing business and relationships. And I want to introduce you to my special guy, the love of my life, the ache to my headache, the mind to my mastermind, my boyfriend, Conrado Casalo. Thank you for having me. And, uh, I am very honored to be the first guest of your podcast. Conrado Casalo is a real estate broker, right? And I didn't know that like the first year of our relationship. He is a real estate broker. He is a father of now three. He is into Forex. He loves food. His nickname is Booger, which I don't understand. Um, hashtag Booger Beats. Um, what else? He lives in joggers and hoodies all day long. Those, that's actually his professional attire. Um, he loves to watch movies and he is a motivational speaker to his group. And just like his sister said, uh, today, he is a low key cult leader. (laughs) He's good at, he's good at inspiring others and he's super good at building groups and having people like flock to him for knowledge and money making and sales and stuff like that right yeah at the end of the day everybody wants the same thing and if you could just tap into their their subconscious mind on what is exactly what they want and and you tap into their desires and their pains then you could tap into their power on how to achieve it okay thank you for the introduction you're absolutely right i forgot to say you're also a mindset guru a conspiracy theorist no (laughs) (laughs) oh yes conspiracy theorist for sure open-minded but can we just do a little icebreaker i mentioned that you're hashtag booger beats so as your girlfriend on the spot let's see how good you are can you do like a little mini rap on me being your girlfriend yeah but booger beats i used i used to make beats okay i know but you're really good at freestyle so come on well i used to be okay hold on oh shoot on the spot no beat just acapella Okay, you're gonna make a beat for me then? I'm sorry, but it's not my fault that she's hot, so she put me on the spot. I gotta drop, not the mic, but pick it up. See, here we go again, cause she was a good pickup. Especially when I met her at Sugar Hill. She had the looks to kill, and I don't even know what would I do and how I would feel if she was gone from my life. I told her one day she'll be my spiritual wife, and that she was. And she started to laugh. I said, what's going on, cuz? <laughs> but she'd be bugging. That's okay, because that's the girl that I'd be hugging night and day. <laughs> wow, that was amazing. Good oh, job, man. Booger Beats. Hashtag Booger Beats. <clears throat> you can't find him on Instagram, so don't look it up. But you could find me on MySpace, Booger Beats. So let's move on. Okay, we have an, ag- we have an agenda because with you know, Booger Beats over here, who also, uh, his other bio is he talks too much and we got to keep it, you know, on a timeline and on a schedule. So the next thing I do want to talk about is your background. Now, keep in mind, this section or this episode is about balancing business and relationships. So what is your background on relationships before you met me? I actually had a a few uh, relationships where there were uh, a few years and um, and then after that, I was single for a long time. What's a long time, though? I don't know, like a few years, right? Name a few. I don't know, probably like seven <laughs> years, maybe, right? 
And uh, it, it's funny because when I was with my, uh, she's my ex, you know, now, she, I wonder if she's listening to this, you know. Probably if she fo- Yeah, she probably doesn't follow you. But um, I, w- I went to this um, prophet's house. He, he did a lot of prayer and prophet. He did a lot of prayer and prophecy with my group of friends. And one day we were uh, worshiping and praying and, and he was like, you know, the girl that you're with right now is not the girl that you're going to be with. And I'm like, what? You know, I've been with her forever, right? Seems like forever. And, uh, but then after that, we, we read Purpose Driven Life and, and in the middle of the book, we actually broke up and, and we both had this uh, feeling or a dream or something like the night before after reading a chapter. And I just knew the next morning, you know, it, it was done. But then I, I, I didn't really sweat it because I, I couldn't stop thinking about what he said that she wasn't the one. And he said, the girl that you're going to be with, she's a prophet. She has visions. She has dreams. She could see things. And when I first met Abby, she actually said, um, you know, yeah, I have visions. And you know, sometimes God will give me these dreams and stuff. And I was like, whoa, hold up. And that's when I told her, like, yeah. hey, I think you're my spiritual wife. And she started cracking up. But yeah, that was that was pretty much my that, background. Yeah. You know, and I actually, I boldly say that today I am a visionary. But I remember in college, you know, my ex-boyfriend used to make fun of me and be like, whoa, my girlfriend's all religious all of a sudden. And because I would talk about things that I would see and they would come true. And so, you know, I feel like God put me on this earth for a purpose. And one of them is is having visions. And I think that's why... You know, pay people pay me for what I do because I can see where they are going, and um, I do my job well because of you know what they describe to me, and I and you know making it tangible through creative. Please let everybody know, and I would just want to say that your you know your vision story with the with the you know the would you call him a psychic? No, man. Prophet. Oh, okay, no, him. <laughs> yeah, he's a prophet. Oh, okay. He's so, a prophet of okay. God. Okay, the, talking to the psychic, like... No, he's the, a prophet. <laughs> oh, so, oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so talking to the the prophet, it almost sounds like a movie trailer, which is funny because someone should probably, you know, make that into a movie trailer where this prophet says, I can see your future, I can see your ideal woman. Now, fast forward. That was 2007 and I met you 2017. Right. So 10 years later. 10 so, years, guys. So how how would you tell everybody how we met in short? Oh, shoot. I'll <laughs> I know this to, is your favorite. I know. I'll try to make this as short as possible. <laughs> but that night I had a Tinder date that ditched me and my friends were like, hey, let's go out. Let's go out to the club. And, you know, I'm not really like a clubber. I don't drink. And so I ended up uh, going to the club with them. And uh, my sister-in-law was like, hey, let's go find you a, a, a female. And I was like, all right, let's go. And we both looked around nah there's no one here and so i was just standing around and all of a sudden you know abby was walking up the stairs and i seen the light from heaven just shine (laughs) right and everything just went into slow motion and i said that's her right but then she was with a dude and i'm like oh man she has a boyfriend so that all that you know just kind of went away for a while and i just uh so I started minding my own business. And then when I was about to leave, she was sitting down on her phone and I sat next to her like on a stool because there was nowhere else to sit while I was waiting for uh, my homies to, you know, use the bathroom. And then we leave and all of a sudden this guy starts running up and my uh, my friend owns a restaurant, a Filipino fusion restaurant, and he starts calling seasick fries. And that's one of the food on his menu. Right. 
So he turns around, and I was like, do you know this guy? And he goes, no, man, I don't, I don't know this guy. And he, he, that guy was drunk, and he was like, seasick fries, hey, man, I, I love your fries, man. Like, oh, man, I'm such a fan of yours. And he was all over him, and, and Abby walks up behind. He's like, hey, you shouldn't, be talking, you shouldn't be touching people that you don't know. He goes, oh, man, but I, I just love his seasick fries. And then they got introduced, and I said, hey, there's that girl again. And then um, he said, hey, you know, my friend, he, this guy knows a lot of people in the city. You should, uh, hook, uh, you should connect with him. So I took out my phone and I was like, here, just put your number right here. And for me, I thought that mm-hmm. was slick. But for her, she's like, mm-hmm. this guy is rude. Right? But I didn't know that, right you know. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I called up my, uh, and then I was with my homie that, that night. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I just told her to put her phone number in my, my phone. He goes, well, how do you know she gave you the right phone number? And I was like, you know what? I don't know. Because it was, it was a, a Nebraska area code, right? It's like, oh, man, she didn't even give me a 206. It's not even a Seattle area code. It was a different state. And I was like, oh, man, she probably gave me a wrong number. I tried looking for her on Facebook that night. I couldn't even find her. I was like, man, they're like, are you sure you met a girl or is that imaginary? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, for real. Because, you know, I've been single for like a long time, right? And uh, they're like, mm, I, don't, I don't believe you. So the next day, I couldn't wait to text her. But I didn't text her until the evening because I know if I text her too early, she'd be like, oh, man, this guy's already like, right. you know, there's jocking a, there's me. Like a, there's a fine line between like super creeper and yeah. kind of just like easing it in, right? So guys, or, you know, if you're listening to that, just take just notes. Just wait. Right? Take notes. Don't <laughs> text them right away. <laughs> you know, this is almost like psychology and sales, right? You got to wait a little bit, you know? But when I text her, she didn't even remember who I was. And then uh, she had to look me up on Facebook to see if I was cute. <laughs> but the good news is when she saw me on Facebook, she goes, mm, he's fine. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but she uh, rejected me a few times because I tried asking her out on a date like uh, a few times and, and try to see her. But she's like, nah, I'm busy. I'm busy. And finally, she went on a dinner date with me. And the rest is present. The rest is history. No, man. The rest is okay, the rest is okay, still okay. is still going on. You know, I think back at that moment. Did you say we we met at Sugar Hill, which yep. is a club in Seattle? I was out with where, my cousins. If you guys know where Chaz and Chop is, that's where yeah. it's at. Yeah, and I want to tell my side of the story really quick. Okay, so I remember that night I was with my cousins and our friends, and they were drinking, and I was like the DD. I was making sure everybody was okay. And it's funny that he said he saw me because. I remember that night and I remember just going up the stairs and it was dark. I was like, how did you see me? Simple, I just, the light from heaven. <laughs> I do remember going up the stairs. I was, I was having fun, you know, having fun with my friends in a new city. And I was, I remember smiling and then I was like laughing. I was like, oh shoot, I forgot my ID. I had to run back down the stairs. I like happily got it. I don't know why I was so giddy that night, but I, I ran back upstairs and, you know, dancing with our friends on the dance floor, but I don't remember seeing him. The first time I do remember seeing you was when you walked past me when I was sitting on that stool. And I do remember seeing him. So maybe this is just divine timing. Maybe it's fate, but I was like, oh shoot. Okay. This guy, he's cute. Okay, and I'm say really not... You want me to say it out loud? Is that what you said? <laughs> say that, Dan. <laughs> I was like, this guy is cute. I am not really into Filipinos, but there was just something about him. I was actually obsessed with guys who wore hats, which was really weird. So he wore his, his beanie. I thought he was cute. He sat next to me, and he got on his phone. I was like, ugh, he's just probably waiting for his girlfriend, who is probably in the bathroom, whatever. So he got up and left. I got up and left, and then that's when I saw him outside. 
my cousin introduced me was like oh this is my cousin she just moved to seattle from from nebraska she's a graphic designer blah 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 and then was introduced to you and flat out I thought he was like a spoiled brat because he wasn't even nice about giving me his phone right he was just like here put your number down and that's how what I remember okay don't say anything no that's it's my side of the story and I was like that's literally what I was thinking about because I cannot I I can't remember I, I do remember that day and this thought in my head will never leave my mind but I my first thought about you was like I thought he was a spoiled like rich kid in Seattle who just knew everybody, right? Who was so good at networking. And I put my phone in. The reason why he couldn't find me is because on Facebook, I'm under Abby Wabby. (laughs) And I didn't want to give out my last name on Facebook and that's why he couldn't find me. But lesson learned, my last name is now on Facebook. So you can find me under Abby Lagido. But the rest is history. Come to find out, I come from a small town <laughs> not rich yeah so <laughs> farming family well obviously don't don't you know judge a book by its cover because he ended up being a very friendly guy who talks way too much and he was very persistent and that's what i actually loved about getting to know him is because at that time i didn't have to figure out whether this guy liked me and on our first date we went to get a sushi and at that time I was kind of like going on dates with different guys I was in a new city. I was, you know, was trying new things and um, he took me to go get some sushi. And in my head, I was like, this is just another meal for me because I was a single mom, you know, um, living, you know, paycheck or salary to salary or paycheck to paycheck. And I was like, I, I just need to eat dinner. And at that time, you know. I was flat out. I was like, look, I'm a single mom. I am a hot mess. I just got over a divorce. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm not looking for. You either take it or leave it. But he was very persi- persistent. I after said, that. I'll take it. Yeah, he was. He 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 took it. Right. He was very persistent after that. And that made me wake up like, wow, I don't have to figure out if this guy likes me. And ladies, I know that we chase a guy and we like him so much and he shows out he likes you back but you don't really know there's no confirmation and then you go crazy but this time i'm like he really likes me and i l- and come to think about it like i'm tying it in with his sales techniques i'm like maybe he used his sales techniques to get me right he was very adamant well, was i just your like was i just a sales person to you yeah you were just a target <laughs> <laughs> well no it's um because in the past, I would never use sales techniques, you know, to girls, right? And that's probably why that night, the Tinder girl, uh, yeah, no. Why would you use sales for girls, though? I don't understand. Like, no, I never, I never <laughs> use, like, sales techniques for girls. Because what I used to teach everybody is everything is sales. You have to sell your kids on going to school, on cleaning their room. You have to sell the bank on why they should give you a loan. You have to sell your friends on what restaurants you're going to eat, right? And you have to sell the girl why she should date you. And I never used my sales technique on, on any girl. So I said, you know what? I've been single for a long time because I never, I never did that. So I said, what if I just did it with this one? Because <laughs> if, if, she, if, I, if she rejects me, to me, I won't get butt hurt, right? Some guys, they'll, a lot of guys will get butt hurt. I won't get butt hurt. If, if, that was the mentality I had going in because I was preparing myself. And this is what I, I, I tell Abby this when, you know, she either gets discouraged or when clients tell her no is some will, some won't, 
some wait, some watch, so what? So who's next? So if she, if she wasn't going to date me, then who's next? Who, you know, who's on, who's on my radar, right? But I didn't want it to fail. So I had to try everything in my power to not text her, you know, right away when I first met her to wait a little bit because that's part of sales, right? And then I, I, even on the phone, I asked her about her, her life, right? She started spilling, you know, everything to me, you know, telling me everything, all her pains and her hurts or uh, what she wanted to do, her ambitions, her dreams, her goals, how she wanted to live her life. And I had to build that connection. And I think that most guys don't know how to build that connection with girls. And so no matter, you know, how if they look good, if they have a good, you know, uh, good job, a lot of money, but then they're single. It's because they just they don't know how to build that connection. The one thing that did attract me to you, which I was denying is um, you would tell me, I remember when you first told me that you preach sometimes at your church, and that was a big turnoff only because of trauma, okay? So my ex-husband was a pastor. And when I first heard that, I was like, nope, not, nope, 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 I'm not going to go back. No, I'm not going to date another, you know, you know, pastor. And, but it was, <laughs> it was, <laughs> and, but it was, it was different. It, it, he wasn't like, a pastor he he you know he he corrected me he's like i'm not a pastor i just have the opportunity sometimes to you know to do bible studies and you know speak up front at church i was like okay i feel better but i like that he talked about god right off the bat because i'm very picky about the people that i date especially after the two-month trial period <laughs> the one thing i won't compromise is faith and i have to date somebody who loves god just as much as i do and i think that's why our relationship has gone this long and this strong, despite how many headaches I've had and how many doubts I've had. Um, building together is only as strong if you have faith or Hence. if you have faith in the center of it or if you have God in the center of it, having, you know, teaching our kids about faith, teaching our kids about God and um, making sure that we are servant leaders in our industry and towards our clients and we're being of good examples and that we are building together um, through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, so I wanna move on. So that's our story. We're gonna unravel a lot more with episodes to come. But I do wanna talk about the next thing is how we balance and how we build our boundaries. Now, if you didn't get it by now, we are both entrepreneurs, okay? so. Me, founder of my business, he is a real estate broker. He's building his real estate side. So we are both entrepreneurs. And most most couples, they're like one works on a nine to five and one is an entrepreneur. So they have great balance. But when you have two entrepreneurs under one house, it, it gets sucks. really... Don't say no, that. I'm just, joking. I'm just joking. It, it's fun. It, it's like hashtag power couple, hashtag couple goals. But it's also a huge struggle and i feel like with our what going on four years now mm -hmm. i think this is one that we've um we've battled with a lot we've struggled with a lot and then we had huge challenges and one of the biggest things for you know this year is to how to manage that even better but we always debate on who's gonna work right so how do we balance that one off the bat okay well how do we balance this right off the bat let's talk about morning routines with the kids 
who raise your hand babe me or you who mm-hmm. was the first one who was the go-to one to teach the kids and with school me you why why are you the, f- the first one to do it uh because i'm a teacher you were a teacher and you have the patience? No, I don't have the patience. <laughs> you don't have the patience? No. You, or is you, it because you wake up earlier than I do? No, you, you always say I don't have the patience, but I, I think I have the patience. Okay. I think, here's the thing. I freely let you do that and allow you to do that because one, it's such a you know stress reliever to have someone to help me. And that's a big thing about having a partner is I needed a partner who helps me, right? And I was like, if I do everything else in the book, if you have nothing else to provide any value for me, why do I need you? And there's a there's a lot of th- a lot of reasons why I need him, but a big one is one, you are always the first one to wake up early. Like if you know me, I snooze I can snooze for 3 hours. Yeah, but right. it's cuz you force me to wake up. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I can force you to wake up, but you have the strength, and I will say that right now, you have that strength that I just don't have especially in the morning with the late nights that I have to take and I I really appreciate you waking up early. And he teaches the kids. He does like the homeschool thing that we're doing right now, um, you know, distant learning. And he gets them ready and he packs their lunch and he takes them to school. And I will tell you that right now it's it is the biggest. I feel like that's like the biggest support that I need. And um, I feel like that's where we balance. And I asked him, I said, hey, are you okay with doing all this? Because I don't want to like force you to do something that you want to do. You know, that's all that's. One of the big things about being a cult leader, right? No, I'm just, okay. Is in in business or in sales, I was taught to speak at a fifth grade level because even college professors could understand. But if you speak to technical, the fifth graders can't understand, right? Teaching the kids is actually teaching me how to become a better a leader or a mentor or a teacher or speaker because I have to speak at a level where they could understand second graders right and it's funny because the other day this is a tangent but the other day I had all my cousins come here and I was always known as the person who's not funny and I realized my jokes were just too technical that they couldn't understand but I think being around the kids helped me dumb down my jokes and my humor that they could not stop cracking up <laughs> Right. They couldn't stop cracking up. And they're like, man, how did you become funny all of a sudden? I was like, man, I've always been funny. You guys just couldn't understand me. Right. Um, so I think that's a good thing when, when you teach kids is that you get to be on a different level um, from what you're used to. So I wake up around the time that he leaves the house to drop the kids off. When I get back. Um, when he gets back, I get up, I get ready and I start working. And this is where our balance comes in. So I work until around noon lunchtime. And so he's with Zara all up until noon. And then I make lunch or we make lunch together. We we eat and then we tag, we, we switch, right? So now it's your turn to go work. And um, I'm with the kids again until dinner time. I make dinner and then... Lately, I've been making HelloFresh. Shout out. Right. But we make dinner together and then he helps put the kids away. And I get a head start with working because I have to work late. And so any time I can get a head start on working on my laptop, I take that opportunity. So... That's where we tag team again and we do our switch. And then after the kids go to bed, then we kind of like break up and you do your thing and then I do my thing. 
And then there's times where we just put on a movie if she has to do a Zoom call and I'm talking to prospects. Right. So that's how we balance uh, our time together. And this has actually worked out for us. And it may sound like we got it together, but it's honestly the messiest thing because every single day we do, even though we have this schedule, we know who's supposed to do what and what, what responsibility, we still have this argument where we're like, no, it's my turn to go make calls. No, it's my turn to go. And because we both need our focus, like it, it's so hard for us right now to work in the midst of the, the chaos. Everybody's home. Right, when everybody's home, like I, I have to be in the room by myself. I, I need peace and quiet. I'm on Zoom meetings, I gotta think. And he's the same way, he's on, on phone calls and he can't have people in the background. So it's like, we're like fighting like, no, it's my turn, no, it's your <laughs> turn. It's like, no, you stay here with the kids. Who, who fights to work, right? <laughs> right. What couples fight and to so, work? No one wants to work. I know, and, and I feel like that's our struggle as uh, you know, having two entrepreneurs in the house. But luckily our kids are the happiest kids in the world. They don't even- They don't even understand what's going on. They don't even know on. what's going on and they just like go play and and we're over here like arguing who's going to work and who's going to watch them um, and who had the most time to work today and like who's going to make the most money, blah, 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 blah. But that is how we balance our life together is to tag team and is to communicate who is doing what. And um, I'm more like, you know, using his gifts to take on those roles. Right. And if I know I'm not I am not a good like I don't have patience when it comes to teaching like little kids i don't know how teachers do it that's why i'm like i don't care how many pens you need you need 50 boxes of pencils i'll buy you 51 boxes of pencils whatever you need to just teach don't break them. my kids and so he has that gift i don't that's why i do better in the kitchen i will make food for my family you know while he's playing with the kids that's how we work together but the next thing i want to talk about is our boundaries now because we both help each other out in our boundaries we, I, at least I do, I have major boundaries when it comes to building the business. I don't let him touch any of my stuff when it comes to anything pixel parlor, right? Anytime I need Unless help. Unless it's technical work. I'll, yes. The only time I let him be a part of pixel parlor is when I need like videos and when this I podcast, need, yeah, this podcast, setting it all up, setting it up, or if like I need the floors to be done, or he built, you know, built helped build studio. two studios, and 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 he's still a part of Pixel Parlor, but when it comes to building, like the actual, like getting down and dirty and building the business, talking to the clients, he is not any part of that, and he's okay with that because. When it comes to real estate, the only time I ever help you is if you need me to take pictures of you or take pictures of your listings, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't have to talk to your clients, nope. no assistant. Like our boundaries, at least those boundaries that I put up are high. And it keeps us going because we want to stay in our own lane. And there are times where we come together and there are times where I'm like, this is my thing. Let me go build it. That's your thing. You go build that. And when you need help, you just let me know. I'm more of like the back end of Pixel Parlor. Like, for example, uh, all this Adobe stuff, you know, all the podcasts, the microphones, the all this connection. You know, it, it's a good thing I used to make beats because I know how to use this, this system, right? Adobe Edition, I used it like a long time ago. But then not only that, like the business license and you know, we got to do our taxes, like, you know, things like that, right? Like, she's like, oh, you take care of this or figure out how to use Shopify, 
you know, yeah, right? And <laughs> I like getting to the stay resellers the creative, per, yeah. Okay. So I'm pretty much, you know, like the gopher of the business. <laughs> but for me, it's it's nothing. It's normal for me, right? Because I like to I like to learn new things. So I was like, okay, you know, let me figure this out right here, right? I'm leveraging your strength. Yeah, so. because I could I could like pick like I, I could. Uh, I'm quick when it comes to learning, right? Learning new things. So she was surprised that I knew how to crochet. I knew how to sew. I knew how to make beats. I knew how to now, you know, like you even I, did my, my braids. Oh yeah. Know, I, bra- I braided Jackson her hair and, and people were like, Whoa, oh, you know how to do I all that? that. You know, when you grow up broke, right? I told her we didn't have toys growing up. We, we had books that we had to figure out on how to make our own toys, like made Play-Doh with uh, dough in, in with flour and stuff in the kitchen and putting food, coloring right so that's a type of uh upbringing that i had is we had wars with bees (laughs) i don't know why i had to bring that up but i I just had to right to let you guys know that when she met me she didn't meet a rich guy who just knew everybody because you know i had money but it was like before i met her i was making thirty six thousand a year and uh then I was able to triple, and I think last year quadruple uh, my income, right? And I told her, I said, look, this is what we got to do so we could 10x. And now look like what which she did with Pixel Parlor with both of us masterminding at night. And, and we said, okay, in order for us, one thing I, I, I learned from Earl Nightingale in, in this, you guys should listen to it, 19 minutes that will change your life. They had a construction company. The construction company said, they asked them, so what's your marketing plans Uh, 10 years from now and they said oh we're gonna do this 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 and this and they said now why wait 10 years when you could do it now so our whole thing with pixel parlor and other photography studios and branding you know agencies in this area is how could we always be 10 steps ahead of everybody so when we're done with our marketing scheme that's when they catch on because we're and it don't matter to us because we're on to the next one anything that i know and even how to spell entrepreneur is because of you you didn't and even know the word entrepreneur. I couldn't even pronounce entrepreneur, but that story is for another day. And I want to talk, I want to keep talking about, you know, our relationship. And the next thing I want to talk about is having faith within a relationship and how we even come together where, you know, business aside, kids aside, and it's just us. And I will tell you right now, I've read more books and I love books, more books ever since I met him because he keeps like, you need to read this, you need to read that. So he's always like shoving you know, motivational speaking and, you know, this is what I listened to. This is what I read, you know, sales, sales quotes and this kind of quotes, like everything literally down my throat. And I, and I'll tell you right now, I'm starting to sound like him, like my kids sound like him because he would play what the alchemists in the car while they're going to school, they come back and they sound like him. I was like, what in the world? But how we come together is really uh, just having to fill up my cup back with faith because having to do what I do is it's actually very stressful and I love it but whenever I need affirmation that's when we come together and he's really good like I said he's a he's a preacher okay he likes to teach people when it comes to faith and me having self-doubt he's really good at putting me back you know being sweet giving me a hug rubbing my back rubbing my feet and telling me all the wonderful things that I want to hear that I don't here often within myself and that's how we make room for our relationship now i want to ask you what is your favorite thing 
that you love about what we do together that doesn't involve business or kids? Um, actually, because I'm a naturally a lazy person. <laughs> no, seriously, right? Yes. I, I think I think we're all naturally it's okay. lazy. Own you know, it. it's fine. But that's a good thing, because now that I know that I'm naturally lazy, I have to do something unnatural, right? I got to step out of my box and not be lazy. Otherwise, I'll be left behind. But my favorite thing to do is watch movies, Netflix, just relax, uh, cuddle weather, you know, <laughs> all season long. <laughs> and, um, you know, not only that, we get to have we get to have deeper conversations. Yeah, I was going to say that. That we could, you know, that both of us could understand, right? right. And I, <laughs> both said the right cheeks. <laughs> so I remember this one time, he just like, the kids were asleep. It was a weekend and he looks at me, he's like, do you want to uh, watch a movie or mastermind? And I just started busting out laughing. I'm like, this is my only option being with you. <laughs> I either get to watch a movie or I have to mastermind with you. And which I just, you know, <laughs> you're laughing because... That's like whoever, all the time. Whoever's going to be listening to this is going to laugh because they know who and how you are. Okay, you get two options. If you were to meet Conrado in real life, you have two options. Talk about movies or mastermind or get out. Okay, that's all <laughs> you talk about money or what's, get out. What's the next move? <laughs> okay, so moving on. What are our struggles while being in a relationship? You know, what are the things that we would argue about? Uh, I know that... What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Me being forgetful. Forgetfulness. <laughs> oh. It's like, oh shoot, you know, I forgot. And she goes, "You always say that, you know." What? Your mom would say, "What? How? How would she? What would she call it?" Um, she said, "You are absent-minded." Absent-minded, right? My mom's been saying that to me for years, yes. and yeah. ever since I was a little kid, I would always yeah. be, you know, absent-minded. Absent it's a Filipino thing, I feel like. Well, <laughs> because okay, your mom would say that to you. This is what my mom would say, and because. When he says I didn't know, my automatic reaction is what from do you is, know? no, is from my mother. Every time we said, "Well, we didn't know," she would say, "Well, if you didn't know, what do you know? Tell me what you do know." And so every time he says, oh, "Well, I didn't know," I'm like, "Tell me then, what do you know, so that I know what you know." The the problem <laughs> the problem with me why I'm so absent minded is because my mind is always. I have so many Running. different thoughts. I can't really focus. There's there's so many opportunities out there, right? That I don't understand why people aren't taking them. I get mad at you a lot because of the lack of, you know, remembering, right? Or the lack of management because he is always so like going from A to B to Z so fast. And for me, where I'm like, I am, you know, mission driven. I have one mission. I have to do it really, really well. And with him, he has like 50 missions. You know, I think that's something that we, we struggle with. And I think that's where we have to come back and we have to have like a planner. I have to remind him, you got to write it down. You got to put it in your Google planner. And I've accepted that he goes on tangents and I am trying to do my best to be like, okay, reel it in, focus, do one thing at a time. And then he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mission accomplished. Right. And and beautiful. And I was and I was telling you, it was like beautiful things come out of that head when you just focus. Mm -hmm. So the last thing I do want to talk about before we end this episode is how do you imagine us building our business and our relationship goals for 2021? How do I envision? Yeah. What do you see us growing together 
for business and as a you know as a relationship for 2021 what what would you say who's next what's what's now so what <laughs> so what <laughs> some wait some watch yeah what's next so who's next all right um but what's next i think i think 2021 for business for business is i told myself if we're gonna scale if we're gonna grow we have to start outsourcing is because I want you guys to understand this in a different perspective. Chicago Tribune went to court uh, with Henry Ford, you know, Ford Motors. Henry Ford said, hey, man, you guys called me ignorant. While he was up there in court, they started asking him a whole bunch of questions about World War II and, you know, all these history questions. And he's like, what? You guys are asking me questions that doesn't pertain to my line of work. Why do I need to know all these information that has nothing to do with making cars? That's what I do. And he said, and if I wanted to answer your silly questions, I have a red button in my office that I could press and someone will come there, come to my office and give me the answers. And I think for 2021, the vision is we have a red button that we could say, hey, we need SEO. Hey, we need Facebook and, and uh, Instagram ads. Hey, we need some copywriting. We need some uh, virtual assistance, right? We need some sales over here. We need some leadership and motivational speaking where we could just press a button and people who are better than us in that field can execute. And that's how championships are won. I agree on the scaling through outsourcing because part of the trauma from 2020 is not getting enough help. And if we want to do big things, I envision our businesses to hire more. I, I want us to hire more people and I want to give more people chances, you know, great people, great people who are just dying for opportunity and who have amazing skills and that's where we want to invest most of our money on right it's not really marketing ads it's hiring more help and i want to stay creative in our business and i want you to stay the person you know stay the person who is teaching these people yes to growing our business through outsourcing now for relationship what is what is our relationship goal for 2021 i'm going to say one travel Mm -hmm. together yep we didn't travel together this year huh nope. no it was just me yeah it you was... and the kids went to alaska yeah. while i stayed home building the studio <laughs> and i love you for that okay you you know what my friend david will say i'm like he always says like conrado freaking loves you like if you <laughs> the, the louder you yell at him the more he gets like turned on because he just like will do anything and everything for me. So I want us to celebrate 2021 with more getaways, you know, more staycations, but somewhere else and not in our lovely home. That concludes this episode. And if you made it this far, please don't forget to subscribe and give us a review, a loving review. Like I said, I was very overwhelmed and smiling from ear to ear from the support that i got from my people and how excited they were to tune in i'm like you know honestly when i first put this out i was like no one's gonna listen to me and so to see the excitement with people you know supporting the journey and what you know we have to say and what i have to say on the matter of business and branding and 
divorce and going from, you know, broken to, you know, building the, you know, the life of my dreams. I love that people want to tune in and listen. And I feel like it's now finally in my time where I take myself out of the audience and I'm finally the speaker. I feel like I found my place in where I feel like I can just freely talk about whatever I want to talk about. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review episode number one. It will push us to keep doing more episodes. Stay tuned for episode number two. Please plug in where we can all find you because like other podcasters say, where can we find you? Conrado? And follow, follow me on Instagram at C-O-N-R-A-D-O-C-A-S-A-L-L-O. Conrado Casalo. You know, I can't just say follow me, John Smith, right? It's like I got to spell. Sometimes I don't even know how to John spell my Doe. name, right? Yeah, I, I can't just do that. So I can't. Hey, man, follow me at. Uh... Okay, we get it. Stop. You're going on tangents okay, again. There you go. Okay. Thank you so much, everyone. And we'll see you. I'll see you in my next episode. Happy Bye. New Year's. <laughs>